What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Progress Not Perfection, your health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life sprinkled in the mix. Today, I am driving back home from a little spot south of Oregon. I was doing some pet sitting for a friend of mine, and <laughs> quick story time. So, the friends that I'm pet sitting for. They have a, I think she's about six months old, golden retriever. And then a smaller dog as well. I'm not sure what kind of dog she is. She's like a mix. Um, the six-month-old golden is, she's crazy. She's absolutely like a very sweet dog. She's super smart, but she's mischievous. She was getting into all kinds of trouble digging up the yard, you know, I'd look over and she'd be chewing up one of my shoes, like just any chance she got to just misbehave and be mischievous, she would do it, and, you know, she just, she just needs a little more training and, and whatnot, but I was basically ready to go to bed, and I was in the room, and I heard some terrible, terrible noise, like, like a crazy dog fight was breaking out. Like, I mean, the growls and crying and snorting and snaring, like all of it sounded like an intense dog fight, right? So it woke me up. I, I walked out of the room and saw the golden retriever with her grip her jaw gripped around the smaller dog and shaking it pretty violently. And the smaller dog, she's pretty, she's pretty big dog. Like she's pretty fat. She's overweight. Um, so the smaller dog was crying, and I, I broke them up. I had to like break the, the golden retriever. Like I had to pry her off of the smaller dog, Lucy. And uh, by the time I had done that, there were some bite marks and some blood. So (laughs) me not being a dog owner and never experiencing this growing up with dogs, um, I Googled it. I also called several people that I know who are dog owners who would know what to do here because I didn't know if I needed to bring her to the vet or what. So I cleaned up the area. It wasn't like a... It wasn't a very deep puncture wound, but I cleaned the area, disinfected it, and then I called the the owners, let them know what was going on. They said they're going to take her to the vet in the morning um, and got it all handled and whatnot, and and that was was my night last night. That was my, my experience in pet sitting, right? So, um... I don't know if I'll be doing that anymore. But, so, this weekend for me was kind of, uh, was kind of crazy. Like, I was running around, I was going to the gym, personal training sessions, and then I was running back to this house, which is another, like, 20 minutes out of town, so I was just kind of going back and forth a lot to make sure these dogs had what they needed, and they were fed, and walked, and given attention, and not, you know, made sure they're okay, and so 
my routine was totally messed up, right? But I I totally overate on I think it was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday I totally went over my calories, right? Like I just decided that okay I've been really really good this week I've been really really strict this week with my calories and I totally had a moment where I said fuck it which is normal this is normal it's normal to have these kinds of moments if you are on this journey long enough you will have some moments where you just say fuck it and you go over your calories I maybe went over like 500 to 1,000 calories, maybe maybe 1,200 as far as I know. Um, I did track most of it, but some of it was untrackable or hard to track. So That being said, I want to talk about why the weekends are so tough. Because for a lot of my clients, the weekends are extremely challenging, especially with, you know, everything being back open and Everyone wants to get out and be more social. And so there's a lot more drinking, there's a lot more eating, there's a lot more being happy, which is honestly, I love it. It's a great thing. It does make it hard for being in a calorie deficit, but it's so much better than being on lockdown with you in a pantry of food, right? So it's a lot easier than that, in my opinion. I had a hard time getting lean during quarantine because uh, there was just so much food in the house. And I was just there all the time. Boredom, boredom for me is a big, like, eating trigger. I'm a boredom eater, so I got to stay busy. Now, the weekends are tough because a lot of times they're unplanned. They, they deviate from your normal routine. They are something that you don't really have too much control over, right? And most people do this. Most people go into the weekends with absolutely no plan, thinking that it's going to work out great. They don't have any foods prepped in their fridge. They don't have any plans of where they're going to eat or what they're going to eat on the menu when they're going out to eat. They don't have any plans as to if they're going to drink alcohol, how many drinks they're going to have. And I'll say this too because, you know, I used to drink a lot of alcohol, but I don't anymore. Just because you're going out to drink with friends does not mean that you need to get drunk. Having two or three drinks is totally reasonable and it'll fit within most people's calories when you start to have more than three drinks now you are taking calories from food that you actually need right and when you start drinking that much your inhibition goes out the window your ability to say fuck it is a lot easier so keep that in mind alcohol is a there's a lot of calories in alcohol. It's seven calories per gram. Carbs and protein are only four, so it's almost twice as much. Dietary fat is nine. So alcohol is almost as calorically dense as dietary fat. So keep that in mind. 
another thing too is when your inhibition is 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 low, which alcohol is notoriously connected with eating low quality food, eating like greasy fast food. You know, I can't tell you how many nights I've been blacked out eating pizza or Mexican food in my teens and early twenties. Um, you know, this also makes it hard. Because you really don't care. When you're when you're drinking like that, you really don't care about like what your body's gonna look like. Right? So I want you to instead of looking at the weekends as oh I worked hard all week, I deserve it. I want you to look at the weekends as I wanna treat my body right. I do deserve it. I deserve to treat my body well and treat my body right. And one question you can ask yourself before you go ahead and just throw all of precautions to the wind and throw all plans out and throw all eating guidelines out the window, one thing you can ask yourself is, is this treating my body right? Most likely having five or six drinks, you know, having the appetizers, having the pizza, having the Mexican food, having a big burger, like all of that, and not having a plan of how you're going to mitigate those calories. Most likely that's not treating your body right. You're not going to wake up the next day feeling like, feeling like, oh yeah, no, I feel so great. You're going to wake up the next day feeling guilty feeling shame and feeling regret and then that regret that guilt and that shame is going to spill over into the next day and then there's two categories of of dieters I'll say one of them is the over restrict the next day so this person will absolutely not eat anything all day and they will neglect food all day because they will be quote unquote punishing themselves. They may even do cardio to try and burn off all the calories that they overate. And then there's category number two, the binger who will continue to drink and say fuck it and go out to brunch then go out, go out to lunch, then go out to dinner, maybe snack in between, maybe have, be drinking all day again. So neither of these categories are going to get you to your goal, right? Here's what to do instead. If you have a night where you know you went over your calories, where you know you didn't stick to the plan because you're human and it's totally normal for that to happen. We're not robots. Plans change. Things change. But go into the weekend with some sort of plan. Plan out as many meals as you can. Plan out as many activities as you can. Figure out what kind of foods you're going to bring to the lake, to the park, to out hiking, to the barbecue. Figure out what kind of foods you're going to bring to the barbecue. No, figure it out. Have a plan going into it. If you're going out, if you're going out to dinner, you know all of my clients know this. You should not be going out to eat more than 
probably twice a week if you're trying to be in a calorie deficit. If you're going out to eat more than twice a week, um, you better learn how to track calories from restaurants very accurately, or you better learn how to overestimate those calories very well. But if you're choosing one of those nights to go out to eat, figure out what you want from the menu beforehand. You know, it should have a good size portion of protein. It should have a good amount of vegetables and a, a good carbohydrate source. You know, most restaurants have an option for a simple dinner, which is going to be something like maybe a steak, some vegetables, and a big potato, right? That's a good option. But there are all kinds of restaurants that have options like this. You can pretty much go to any restaurant and find something that is macro-friendly or something that fits into your goals. So keep this in mind moving forward into the weekend. Also, it may be beneficial for you to try to switch your mindset to instead of I was so good all week and I deserve this to how is this going to make me feel tomorrow? If you can play the tape forward to how is this going to make me feel tomorrow? You usually have the right answer. You already know the answer to that question. Overeating 1,200, 1,500 calories in one night is not going to make you feel good the next day. You're going to be bloated. You're going to have tummy issues. You're going to wake up feeling like a failure. I also want to change this narrative around feeling like a failure. You're not a failure because you overate one day. Nobody got fat from eating like an asshole one day. And nobody got shredded from eating perfectly one day. So realize that it's about what happens week to week, month to month, more so than one day. Now, if this is happening every single week and multiple days a week, then yeah, there is something to look at. You know, you need to figure out how to how to rein that in. You know, one day per week that you are a little bit off plan that's not that big of a deal you're probably still going to see results but two or three days a week you'll definitely not see results and you may actually be gaining weight so just something to think about hope you guys found this helpful and found this episode useful and uh, I will be back on Wednesday with another episode and talk to you soon. All right, bye.